food right now, Link. I just have to stop one cat from eating the other cat's food. On your island? In Animal Crossing? Let's say yes. So wait, you said Barry's moving in. Who's who's on your island currently, Link? Um, Right now, it's in. You're going to be fucking super, super upset about this, but Genji. um, (laughs) Wait, what are you upset about that? Kit Kat's there. Um, Kit Kat. Fucking Sam the Eagle. And... Uh, who else is there? I kicked somebody out recently. Some horse-looking motherfucker. And um, hey, what's your problem with horses, Mike? Jeez. Well, I don't have a problem with horses. Just, just this particular horse is just like I'm not about that life. Okay. You, 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 so angry with them, you couldn't even remember what their name was. Yes, I think I just internally changed their name to fucking bitch whenever I see it. It's like get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, I have one of the, my my people calling me daddy. <laughs> that's that's weird. That's fucking weird. Just, like I by choice. By yeah, choice? no, I did it on purpose. I was like, let's oh. see what this is like. I just started dying laughing. It was uh, I think it's either Fuchsia or uh, no, it's Flora. Hold on, let's see what this is like. <laughs> what's, it, what's it like to have someone call me daddy? Uh, my Genji calls me Iron B. <laughs> He's like, do you mind if I call you uh, Iron B? I was like, fuck it, let's go. Right. Everyone else is like, champ or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, just whatever. Call me whatever. I just want you to leave. Sure thing there, sport. I think someone uh, called me sport. Rosie, Rosie calls me super fan. Uh, and Genji calls me Iron B. I, I don't think anyone else really calls me anything. Genji also says I need healing at the end of his sentences, and now some of the other vi- other villagers also say it. <laughs> um, yeah, Mike, that's one of the things your your villagers will be like, "Hey, do you mind if I give you a new nickname? Like, what if I called you fucking Trinky Dinks?" Have any of your villagers started giving you nicknames, Mike? Uh, that is very fortuitous that I came back to my desk when you started talking to me. Um, <laughs> Uh yeah, they they called me uh Big Cheese. Oh, oh really? Wait, yeah. so hold on. Did you did you miss the part where Todd said one of his villagers calls him Daddy now? I heard that part and then I okay. walked away for like thirty like twenty seconds. Doesn't Joe's villagers call him Senpai or whatever? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> That's pretty great. Uh, I haven't achieved a Senpai status, so I can't. I, I feel wrong letting my villagers <laughs> call me Senpai. Welcome, everyone, to the Bass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about Animal Crossing too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Lazier. Mike, how are you doing tonight? Hungry. You didn't eat dinner yet? No. Oh, Mike's going to be hangry this episode. He's going to be fucking out for blood. The blood is in the water. Speaking of which, I've been playing Manhunter. Oh, Man Eater or Manhunter? That game is That's so good. fucking bad. I wasn't actually playing it. Oh. <laughs> you got me all excited. <laughs> Mike's, turn, Mike's new persona. Persona. Mike's new persona is like just getting enough information to say he's playing something and <laughs> fooling us. Yep. So, so so today he's he's manning or fucking Mike over here. <laughs> Rounding us out on this fine evening 
is the Red Dead Redemption 2 Ride or Die. Todd Gary. <laughs> Todd, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Are you uh, happy actually, that I changed your fucking intro? You know, it's so funny. I've actually been playing a little teeny bit of Overwatch here and there. Oh, here. Damn it. I should have stayed teeny, with the teeny bit. Overwatch teeny, feed. teeny bit. Um, no, no, don't. Because I, 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 it's, it's, uh, it's the same old shit. You know, everyone drops out every match. I was actually being super positive. I'm like, come on, team, let's go. All right, this is a Widowmaker up there. Someone get that yeah, maybe, person. Maybe, maybe that's why people were playing back. They're like, who is this guy? He, <laughs> no, people just a, drop out. He has his villagers calling him daddy. <laughs> daddy. Um, so yeah, so we got a, we got a nice little lean crew tonight to talk about, uh, talk about a few things, talk about the PlayStation 5 reveal event, among other things. But before we get to that, uh, this episode is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty, but we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But I did want to ask Mike, did you get cookies this weekend? No. Uh, cause they have that Sour Patch Kid cookie and I wanted to know what it tastes like. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like a big Sour Patch guy, so I was like, eh. Those cookies oh, are just gonna sit really? there if I get them. Are you just not a sour candy guy? I I think I would eat them, but like I would never like I've never gone out and purchased them. And I'm not sure if I've ever even if, if I've had them, I don't remember it. You don't even know if you've had sour patch kids? That's that can't be accurate. Wait, the candy? Or yes. The yeah, oh, candy. that's crazy. But it, outside of sour patch, do you just not like sour candy in general? I think sour candy is fine. I think I've had some in the past, but like, given options, I don't think I'd be like, "Oh, me take one of those." This is kind of this is kind of interesting. This is an interesting development here, Mike. When when things are back to <laughs> when things are back to normal, we're gonna sit down and have a have a candy cast, and we're gonna we're gonna get some fucking Skittles, and we're gonna get some Swedish fish. Uh, I have Skittles at all times here, especially with Liam. He loves them, but I'm like, I eat most of them. Yeah, Skittles are delicious. Um. Do you? Ha- I've probably asked you this question before, Mike. But do you have like a like a out of your pocket like you know it doesn't have to be an order, but like a top three candy, just to kind of uh, gauge where your brain is at when it comes to candy? I guess you're walking into a store, you get a crisp ten dollar bill, you can grab any any three candies that you want. What do you, what do you walk out of the store with? Oh, I got this. I got this. Mike, go ahead. What, I want to hear Todd's answers first because I don't think I, I don't think I have a thing. Maybe I'll buy like a Hershey bar of some sort. I don't know. Just the OG Hershey, not even the or the. That's milk good. Oreo. OG Hershey is good. Uh, yeah, I'm not a plain chocolate. The... Plain chocolate's not my thing. I love plain chocolate, but I'll get so many things before plain chocolate like, that wouldn't be in my top five. Definitely yeah. not. Yeah, maybe the cookies and cream one. I don't know. I think it depends on my mood. I think we. I think we did have this conversation before, and I think it was basically the same things. Like, I really have to be in a mood for something weird that's crazy to me like i could definitely rifle off candy that it would be like if i'm walking in a store i'd buy these like not right. even not even think about it wait so what are your yours todd definitely peanut butter m&ms um those are some things like i always go to i love peanut m and i like all m&ms for the most part but peanut but butter peanut M&Ms butter are your favorite m&ms yeah dude i just love anything Ugh. it's like it's like eating like like mini reese's peanut butter cups you know so why um, don't you just eat reese's pieces no because they dip they have a different they don't taste like they taste like candy peanut butter whereas like the m&m peanut butter tastes like peanut butter but reese's pieces are good too that's another one i mean i probably wouldn't be in my top five but i love chewy spree that's like one of my jams top three um, 
Yeah, definitely top three if I can find them. I don't feel I, I don't go candy shopping enough. And um, yeah, I don't I like, think spree are like at the top of anyone's no, list. Chewy I'm, spree, chewy. Any spree. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then what else is uh, I would probably go like wild berry gummy worms. I like like wild berry skittles, maybe wild berry skittles too. I'm all about the wild berry things. But gummy worms? Yeah, man, I got wild berry gummy worms in my cabinet right now that are so good. This is the weird, like, what? Gummy worms top three? I'm so, I'm, like, blown away by this. Well, like, sour gummy worms. I, yeah, I, but still gummy worms. Yeah. Like, like, gu- like if I if I had to just go down the list of sour oh, candies I actually, for me. I have one other that I completely forgot. Uh, and then this is, like, going to make this list even that much weirder. If I could even find this anymore. It's Heath, uh, not Heath, but um, Score. It's the same thing as Heath, but I think they're just better. Have you ever had a Score before? Uh, uh, what's in it, do you know? It's like the same thing as Heath. It's just like a thinner version, and it's it's so good. Like I definitely know, I've definitely heard Score Bar before. Let me just, I'll just Google it. Uh, it looks yeah, like I old mean, people's I, candy bar. Yeah, it does. It's fucking toffee, <laughs> toffee yeah. Todd. Come on. It's the same thing as Heath Bar. You know, I love that Stop shit. That's like that. my favorite ice cream, coffee Heath Bar crunch. Uh, you know, long. you know what's delicious, but you can't really get it in the United States unless you order it from somewhere else. Is a Mars bar. I never liked them. Didn't we get them when we were in the, the Dominican? <laughs> in the Dominican? Yeah, I, I bought like a giant. Pack yeah, you, of like a everyone giant was like, what the, I remember everyone was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> uh, Mars bars are fucking amazing. I think they still sell them, oh, just not in the US. I don't think it did well in the US. Anyways, uh, yeah, gummy worms wouldn't even be a, like, like the gummy worms would probably be the last sour candy if I really needed us. Like at that point, I would just say I'm not eating sour candy. I don't want gummy. Honestly, worms. I like a good mix of everything. Like I like, I mean, there's like a bunch of old school candy I like too, but that's you know whole nother conversation. Yeah, like I don't know for sour. I don't even think I would put Sour Patch Kids as my favorite sour candy. I would probably put I would uh, sour straws. Those like. I don't know. I don't yeah, know I feel like sour straws are like the straws. same thing as like gummy worms, though. They're no, like, I feel like they no. taste the same. Because gummy, because gummy worms are like, like they, it's in the name. Like they're they're like chewy and gummy. I don't want that that consistency, that fucking worm texture. Give me like <laughs> sour straws are like a little bit harder. They're like more. They're, I mean, they're uh, I not anything yeah, like yeah. a Twizzler, but they're no, I like know harder saying, like a Twizzler. Um, fuck Twizzler would would like kind of potentially. I don't know about top three, but it's probably my top five, if not top ten for sure. I love Twizzlers. I haven't had Twizzlers in forever. Twizzlers are like, I feel like a super underrated candy. Um, I, I like mini ones, like the chopped up pieces of Twizzlers. I'm not a big nibs, like nibs. I don't know if nibs, they're called nibs uh, or something yeah, else. Dude, are, are they so called good. nibs? They don't taste, yeah, they're nibs, but they don't taste like Twizzlers. But they're they're their own beast. But yeah, that's, they, why I don't, that's why I don't like them, because they don't taste like Twizzlers. No, they have like almost a chemical taste to it, but it's like yes. really good. <laughs> and I, you know which ones I don't like? I don't like the ones that were like, they were like the hot thing for a while too, and I fucking hated them. But they were like the ones that you could peel apart, Twizzlers, like the. the oh, sweet. I like those. I still like those. Oh. I bought a bag of those recently. Those are like, and and I'll just like bite them though. I won't even peel them. Those those things are like super soft. I, I, yeah, I'll, I can get down for those. The no, watermelon fuck, ones, only the fuck, watermelon though. Fuck that. I will say, like Sour Patch Kids are fine. Like I, I'm fine with Sour Patch Kids. But Sour Patch watermelons are probably the best. Oh, those are great. Yeah. Um, I actually, I actually think I might like the Sour Patch fruits more than regular Sour Patch Kids. You can get like a variety pack of fruits. It's like 
It's like a grape one. I don't know. They might have actually taken watermelon out of that pack and just made watermelon its own thing. But so this this is random. But my my parents got Liam this bag of sweetest fish, but they're I think they're like passion fruit. What are they called? Uh, tropical sweet. Like they're made from like the sweetest fish people, but they're tropical. These are like some of the best. It's like the best flavors I've ever had. I I was like downing the whole bag. I don't think I even gave Liam any. I just ate the whole bag. Uh. Fuck, I could, I could really, really get down with some candy right now. But if I had to like throw out a quick, like out of my like crumple up piece of paper in my pocket that I had for some reason with three candies written on it, it would probably be, probably be Milky Way, uh, probably be Milky Way, Kit Kat, and yeah, I think I'd throw throw uh sour straws on there. So it's your straight like chocolate. Straight chocolate. Milky Way is caramel and nougat. Kit Kat got those got those wafers slapped in. I there. think I like Three Musketeers better than Milky Way, but I love Milky Way too. Uh, nah. I, I could I mean, see why I, people I, wouldn't like Three Musketeers, I mean, but no, I like Three Musketeers, but like that addition of caramel in there is it puts that puts Milky Way in a, a league of its own. I'm not a big peanut person, so Snickers is like Snickers is Milky Way with with peanuts in it, but I don't want that fucking peanut garbage in there. Welcome uh, to Pass the Stack Candy Bar. This is gonna be a, a a good episode, Mike. Did you did you in that whole time find a find a chance to come up with candy? No, as a matter of fact, I spaced out. <laughs> you can't you can't even name one candy, Mike. You walk in and you get you got a ten dollar crispy boy in your pocket. You pull it out. The world the world is at your fingertips here. You can buy any candy with this ten dollar bill. I like how Brennan's scenario is essentially like me as like a seven year old walking to the store with ten dollars, which basically makes me a billionaire. Yeah, and just that's like, what I'm saying. Like you can. That's like, it, like going to the store without having to like scrounge for change. You have like, like a five or ten dollar bill on you. You like, I'm walking out of there with like three bags of hot fries. A fucking probably. If, if we're talking about like, Always. if we're talking about young, I'm probably walking out of there with like three bags of hot fries, <laughs> a sobe, a sobe fucking drink. I, they exist anymore. I, even had one I don't know if they still exist, but I definitely drank them when I was a kid. Oh, dude, that's all I would go to. Like, I would be at baseball, like my brother's baseball games when I was younger, and there was like a Walgreens next door, and I would just beg my parents for money and go in and get candy and like Sobeys or like Snapples all fucking day. Yeah, uh, and then maybe uh, maybe some sunflower seeds. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. I was actually a big pumpkin seed person. I know that sounds weird, but they're actually yeah. Really it good. does sound weird, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> So Mike, anything you're 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 young, just a young guy walking into the, into the corner store. Might be a little Friend, peach. My, might be a Tedeschi. My, my childhood wonder is dead. I, I, can't, I can't. Oh, I did used to eat those though. <laughs> but that was that was more because it was taboo. It's like, look at that. I'm having a candy that's supposed to look like a cigarette. Look at that so, kid. So Mike that... was going. Mike was going and getting candy cigarettes and the cap gun. Like yes, posting up on the corner. What? I had to hide my cap gun so my parents didn't find out because you know, I wasn't supposed to have a gun, which you know makes sense now. But I didn't get that. <laughs> I used to spend money on snaps, those like dumb things you throw at the ground yeah. and like just make oh, a noise. Yeah, yeah, we all. Like, that was the best part of the parade, as far as I was concerned. To go to the thing, <laughs> buy some snaps, and then hang out some asphalt and just throwing them down there. And snaps, Mike. You gotta give me one candy. I, you just gotta give yeah, me one candy. This point. We can move on. Sure. Uh, M and M's. There you go. 
I guess. I mean, listen, I'm not trying to judge you. I just I want to know. Like, it's I want to know that. You're just trying to judge me. No, because that what I want. You asked me the question initially, and I said, I don't know. I'd probably get a Hershey bar. And then. Oh, you I didn't know. If the, I, well, I didn't know if you were actually throwing that as your answer. I thought you were just throwing out names. Okay. All right. I didn't know you were a classic chocolate guy like that. Now I know, Mike, that when you come over next time, whenever that is in the, I don't know, seven months from now, I'll have, you know, I'll have some fucking Hershey's on deck. I'll have some Hershey's hanging out, you know? No, you won't. You don't eat like that. Mike, before we recorded, I just finished a bag of hot fries. So maybe I do eat like that now. Maybe I do eat like that now. Um, So anyways, video games and stuff. What uh, <laughs> what are you guys playing this week? Anything, anything new or same old stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm playing Uncharted: Lost Legacy, which is actually really good. Um, I forgot how like tight. How many control- games do you play in one time? <laughs> a lot. I, well, it's like it's like a matter of like what holds my attention, and if I'm like not going back to it, then I'm pretty much I wouldn't say done with it, but. So someone, so Sekiro's done. You're kicking that out for Uncharted. Oh, well, dude, like, I started from the beginning, and I still haven't even gotten to where I was. Like, I'm just dying constantly. It's still not easy. I'm just not good at those games. I, I don't know why I even bother trying to play those games. Everyone's freaking out about Demon Souls. I'm like, sweet. I'm like, I'm going to be just as bad at that game as I am. Bad at that game as I am everything else. So why not, So then don't buy it. Oh, I won't. I won't buy that. I don't like Dark Souls. I played, I forget which one I got. I got one but of them. Don't you love free. Bloodborne, though? Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I just started with Bloodborne. That was my first one. Um, yeah, I've been playing that. I've also been went back into um, Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm just right now. I've just been playing PlayStation mostly, and I'll turn on my Xbox and maybe play a match of Overwatch. But I haven't in the last couple of days. But um, yeah, mostly PlayStation right now, which is fucking weird. We're a PlayStation podcast now. Yeah. Beyond. What about, what, yeah, beyond. Mike, what about you? Are you just just persona not anymore you finished it i finished it like this afternoon interesting i will uh hopefully finish it this month so we can we can plan on a july spoiler cast i'm 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 almost done with madarame's palace so i'm almost at where yo spoilers (laughs) i'm almost (laughs) at where i was in vanilla so i'll be i'll be as of i don't know if i play more after this if I play more after this, I'll definitely be past that part. So pretty much the next time that we talk, I will be all on new content for Persona. Did you start playing Rock Band at all? Yes. However, um, I don't know if it was because... I don't know if it was like that when I initially got the drum set or if it happened when I tried playing it recently. Something's happening with the pedal where like, if I use it enough, there's like a like a metal rod in the back part of the pedal that keeps sliding out. So like while I'm playing it, the pedal starts like losing balance. It's very odd. I don't know something like fell off when I was playing it at some. Like the, like, like the pedal is moving off of the thing or if the, like the part that goes up and down is, is not staying solid. The part that goes up and down is not staying solid. Hmm. There's like a yeah. rod in the back. I can send you a picture of it. I I don't know if something fell off while I was playing it because I know I I used it like a little bit when I first got it. Then I I don't think I played much with it until sometime in the middle of this week where I started having that problem. Hmm. Yeah, send me a picture of the back. I can go down and look at my drums and see if it's looks the same. All right. Um, did you download any songs? Or are you just playing the base game for now? 
Uh, I downloaded a few songs. I also, I downloaded a few songs, and I think I bought Rivals. Because I think Rivals came with the music, too, and I was like, yeah, whatever. Who did I give Rock Band 4 to? You were dumb. You gave it to, I think, I remember Dom giving it to me. Did Dom also buy Rock Band? From what I remember, Dom was like the one person that was able to find a store that had like Rock Band and the guitar for $10. It was some weird deal, like sale where they, they were getting rid of it and no store near us was. Someone managed to price match it. That's what happened, I think. Oh, then I must have given the copy to Dom then. Because when I because I bought Rock Band 4 when it came out and then I bought yeah. the Rivals expansion. When that came out, so I had a, a base copy of Rock Band 4 to get rid of. Yeah, maybe maybe it was you, but somebody. I know I never purchased the game myself, but I did have a copy. Yeah. I felt like Dom had managed to. Do that deal. Potentially, I don't know. Well, that maybe that's maybe Dom got the deal and gave you the extra game because he already had it. Because I gave it to him. I gave it to him. Yeah. I mean, it's it's irrelevant. I just I knew I had two copies at one point. And I couldn't remember who took it. Um. Yeah. Fuck. Is there online for Rock Band? Can we play together? Can we jam out? Uh, I, I think, think there so. is. I'll I'll bust out the guitar. Mike can hop in and and drag your score down. Todd can hop in too if he wants to bust out his guitar. Okay. Oh, let me do some vocals. Oh, let's I get on vocals and and sing a uh, three non four non blondes or whatever. Blondes. <laughs> that's all I think about. Every, every that's like one of the only things that like whenever rock band gets brought up, <laughs> that that crosses into my brain without question. <laughs> that night was actually pretty funny. That night was great. Rock band nights <laughs> are are amazing. I, I I miss having rock band nights. Um, for me, obviously Persona Five Royal. I've kind of like backed away from. Well, actually, I went through a lot between last episode and now because, like, the first few days after it must have been the first few days after the last episode, I like aggressively played Halo Five Guardians <laughs> for like three or four days straight. Where I'm now, Mike, I'm rank, uh, I'm I'm platinum. No diamond. Diamond or whichever one's higher. Diamond it must be diamond. So I'm diamond and Halo Five ranked, Team SWAT, and like I. Like I'm doing good, but like I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm just confused as to why I'm playing so good in Halo Five. Uh, so I've been playing that, and then Persona Five, and then I ended up, I did end up buying Clubhouse Games, uh, Fifty One Worldwide Classics. I know last week I said I wonder if I should buy this. Well, I ended up buying it that night that we recorded, and it's okay. Like there's some stuff on there that's great. There's some stuff on there that's like fucking straight garbage. Um. Which, whatever, that doesn't bother me. I'm not, like, there's games on there that I'm just never going to play. But I'm not, like, mad about it. Because there's other stuff on there that is fine. Um, Lately, I've been playing a lot of Mahjong Solitaire. So that's what I've been playing at night. and As well as Animal Crossing. Uh, But there's some cool stuff on there. I mean, there's some games that are definitely filler garbage games, like I said. That I don't think anyone really get enjoyment out of them. Um, But there's definitely some solid games on there. The multiplayer is kind of hit or miss because you can't play every game multiplayer. You can only play some games multiplayer if it's like, like if me and Jen wanted to play, there's only certain games we can play multiplayer on the system, on one system. For some games, you need to be on separate switches, like a lot of the card games, because it's like 
there's no way for my poker hand and her poker hand to be hidden. Um, so stuff like that. Um, but I, I mean, not that, not that me and Jen would be playing Texas Hold'em, but it sucks for anyone that would want like that option for like local, you know, whatever. Um, the only good thing that it does that a lot of Nintendo games did this, at least with the 3DS, um, like if the, if you two were to come over with your switches, you wouldn't have to buy the game. You could just play it locally on your switch off of my copy. So like we could play Texas Hold'em, everyone on their own switch, and then we're just playing off of my game. Yeah, I don't know that 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 game just didn't look appealing to me, and I'm like usually down for something like that, but I don't know. Don't know it's it. It, it's fine. I mean, someone someone made a good point. I was like, you know. You, they were like having a lot of fun with it. I was like, what do you think? Is it like worth it? Like, you know, blah, blah. And he's like, I mean, if you break it down, it's less than a, it's like less than a dollar a game. I was like, well, that's true. Um, granted, some of those games are fucking trash, yeah. but overall, I mean, I, I feel justified if there's like, if there's definitely a handful of games in there that you think you'd play and have a good time with, I think it's, I think it's worth looking into at least. Um, what's it called last night on uh, Switch? Uh, Civilization. I said, fuck it. It was no 30 bucks. I can't do I it. I know, but you know right. what? Like, I, I was like, do I want to buy this on Xbox or do I want to buy this on Switch? And I was like going over it in my head and I'm just like, yeah, it has multiplayer on Xbox, but I even had a hard time playing Two Point Hospital, even though that game was really fun. I should have just got it on my Switch because like, those are the kind of games I'd rather play laying down. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's there's definitely... Wait, you paid for Two Point Hospital? It's on Game Pass. No, I got it on Game Pass. I'm saying, oh, like, okay. I almost kind of wish I bought it, though, instead on... I probably would have played it way more on Switch than on Game Pass. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel that. There's definitely some games that I would play more of if they were if I had them on Switch as opposed to somewhere else, but... Uh, Persona 5. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I've been looking through that sale the past two days on Switch. There's a lot of games that I want to buy that I shouldn't buy that I'm probably going to end up buying. Um... I know Joe. I know Joe just downloaded Monster Hunter on there because it's like thirteen dollars or fifteen dollars or something. I really might buy it too and play with them. Which one is that though? I it's don't even know it's it is. I mean it's the newest one before Monster Hunter World. Weird. I don't even. I, I kind of vaguely remember it coming out for this, but I was like, I think we were playing the other one, and I was like, eh, I'm not gonna be playing two of these. Yeah, I don't know. I might. I might because. I mean, he's gonna play a lot of it, so he'd carry me through it. But I don't know. We'll see. So let's get into let's get into the the meat and bones of of today, which is the PlayStation Five reveal. So just off the bat, like what what are your like, without getting into details about certain things, like wh- what are your impressions walking away from the PlayStation Five reveal? Because my opinion has definitely changed a little bit since it got revealed. Um, but I'm still kind of in the same ballpark of where I was initially. So for you guys, how do you feel overall walking away from that PlayStation 5 reveal? It's a system. It is definitely a system. I mean, I'm going to buy it regardless of what it comes out with, probably day one, because that's I just know I'm going to like cry and say I need to have it, even though I don't. Um, nothing really got me that excited. Like Everyone's like freaking out about, uh, not Jack and Baxter, what's the other one? Ratchet and Clank. Uh, Ratchet, yeah, yeah, like hurts. I've never gave a shit about those games. Like they're just kind of whatever to me. Um, I don't know. Like I saw them, and then like the 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 bot game that was, you know, we had that on VR. But I don't know. I don't want PlayStation to like 
these kind of uh, Mario type games. I, I have Nintendo for that. Like I'm not like none, none of that stuff is like what's going to get me to be excited. If that makes any sense. So what is going to get you excited for PlayStation? Because see, I I see, feel like, like I would, PlayStation. I feel like PlayStation like has shied away from those types of franchises, and I'm the opposite. Like I think Nintendo's king when it comes to that type of stuff. But like I I I feel like you know I, I've never played a Ratchet and Clank game. I don't know if they're any good or not. I think they are good enough that people like them. Um, but it's weird to me that 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 Sony tends to like focus on like more, you know, photorealistic games or or whatever. In general, not necessarily always or or whatever, and definitely not in this conference. In this conference, they definitely showed a variety of games from you know horror to to you know very palatable games for anybody. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I, I, like, I knew they were going to do that with the Spider-Man, though. I fucking called that. Like, I just fucking knew they would do that, um, rush something out. And, that, you know, like, I know they went back and said it's actually, like, its own thing. But, like, I keep on hearing it's, like, it's like uh, Lost Legacy and Uncharted, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever. But um, I don't know. Like, the gripes that I had with the Spider-Man game were literally not something that's going to be fixed on this new one. Yeah, it's gonna be fucking awesome to play as Miles. I'm absolutely still gonna get it. I'm still gonna walk away from it and be like, uh, yeah, see, they didn't do anything that I wanted them to change, you know. Well, well so yeah. they they said that they did change some like game. They they've made gameplay tweaks. Like it's not just like that game, but you're playing as Miles. There's like some differences. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he has like his own like invisibility and like electric powers and stuff like that. And I'm sure there's like other stuff that they did to it, but. I don't know. It's been two and a half, three years. There's no way like we're gonna see we're gonna see like the same style of game. Like I don't think they're gonna change too much. But I, I remember when we were talking about Spider-Man. This was like a long time ago, and I was like, "What if in the next one, because of how they ended it, we could do co-op with like Miles and Peter, like swinging through the city and everything?" And like this seems like it could go. Like I'm not saying that's what they're gonna do, but I'm saying like now that they have this one, the next definitive sequel will clearly have Miles in it. There's no way they're gonna do. You know, just Spider-Man. I don't know. I mean, I I definitely don't think that whatever this this Spider-Man Miles Morales game is, I definitely don't think it's a co-op adventure with with Peter. No, I'm and saying Miles. I'm saying after that, I'm saying for the next definitive sequel that they actually have to like the original Spider-Man. Because I remember we talked about it. Like, what if like they just did like a co-op-y kind of thing? But I think that as far as to make me happy about that game, people love that game too, and it just blows me away. It's it's like, I don't, and I get why they love it, but like. People act like that's the greatest story ever told in Spider-Man. And it's literally the same story that's been told, like, over and over again. I don't know why, like, all of a sudden it's, like, this amazing thing. I don't know the story. I so if, I don't. And not only that, but, like, part of, like, the it's, it's the story of Doc Ock and, like, how you work with him, you know? And then at the end, he's, like, you have to, like, destroy him, basically. But it's, like, the same story over and over again. But um, I love how, like... Even they knew their side missions were stupid because, like, if you were in the office trying to solve those puzzles, like the I forget what it was when you're with Doc Ock, the hacking puzzles. It's like, do you want to just skip this? And every time I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, why is that even there? I don't know. Did you finish that game, Mike? Nope. Did you have strong feelings about it either way? I didn't get far enough to have any strong feelings. No. And clearly not strong enough for you to go back to it. Uh, ideally I would get back to it, but I got sidetracked with a bunch of other things and then I kind of forgot I owned it. 
Well, Persona's done now, Mike. So you, what, what's next on Mike's docket? Uh, finish up uh, Shadow of Colossus. Wait, really? Game. Wait, hold up, really? I started it. What Today? No, I started it. I actually started it probably the week I bought Persona 5 Royal. I think I bought Persona 5 Royal in a Sunday, and then that Monday I started playing Shadow of Colossus. And at no point when I said, Mike, what did you play this week? Did you say Shadow of the Colossus? Because I do not remember you saying that. <laughs> I don't think you actually asked me. I think you had assumed because I had purchased Persona 5 that I started playing it. And I said no. And then I never broached the subject after that. Oh, my God, Mike. Why, why do you hate talking on the podcast? Why do you hate it so much? <laughs> you, oh. had a, you had an actual thing to say and you didn't say you chose not to say it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh me so so playstation 5 reveal getting back to what's at hand here open it up with with a with a you know celebrating playstation over the years cool little thing like i i let i think overall i think the presentation itself was really good like i think it was a really good presentation like i think <laughs> content aside however you feel about it i feel like it was like a very well produced uh you know direct for all intents and purposes uh purposes but i will say that Going from, you know, this, you know, history of PlayStation into a rock star splash screen. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are they you also why are you making a big deal that GTA five is coming to the PlayStation five? It's like three months did, exclusive to it's free too. it's an enhanced. It's not even the, the single player game. It's the online portion. It's an enhanced online portion. That's what it is. But and wait, like, and, and even, it's even, exclusive? It's not going to be on Series for, X? For, for three months, yes. That is the weirdest fucking thing. So like, I understand that it probably still has a very large player base, and it's a, I mean, clearly that thing makes enough money where Rockstar can just keep putting it out. Um, but put that in the middle of the conference or announce that somewhere yeah, else. That was, a, that. That was, was a weird thing to somewhere. lead with. It was a very weird thing to lead with. And then, and then follow up directly by uh, Miles, which... Again, I thought the Miles reveal was really cool. Like, I think that that's going to be a great game, even though, like, I, you know, I have my feelings about the original game. I think it'll, you know, kind of just fill that same same space. But I think that it's such a, especially after what we found out after the fact and then how confusing everything the, next, the following day was, and then it got rectified. I think they're doing damage control still, though. I don't think that, like, I think... No, I, I mean, if you look into it, like, basically, they... The, here's the here's the the fucking reality is that they know what the game is and they know that it's an enhanced it it's but it's, they're not even know, mentioning that it comes with an updated original like they're it being doesn't, sneaky about it doesn't it. no no it oh, doesn't that, though no see here's it, where all the confusion is here's where all the confusion is someone who works for sony in europe the next day or that night someone asked him a question and he that's what he said the game was and then the following day, that's why in the morning everyone was like, it's a fucking DLC, it's this, it's all these things. And then later in the day, Insomniac came out and said, no, this is what it actually is. It's its its own standalone thing. So it's going to be a physical thing. Like, it doesn't come, it has nothing to, it doesn't have nothing to do with Spider-Man, the first one, but it it's its own game. It's not like... It's gonna be on, so it's going to be on PS4 then, I'm assuming. It, well, I, I don't know if that was said or not. It probably might be i have no idea um uh, mike look that up real quick look and see if miles miles morales is also going to be on 
PS4. Well, it's funny because everyone always like shits on Xbox this whole last gen cycle, and literally what PlayStation did with this reveal is what like Xbox did uh... last fucking E3. They literally like all they showed was like games. That's it. Like they were like, boom, here's another game. Boom, here's another game. Here's yeah. another one. I mean, so here here's where I stand on the, on the Miles Morales reveal. They should have just been very clear with what it was in the presentation, which I know that would have made it sound a lot weaker if they said that, which is why they didn't say it. But instead, now like me on from as a uh, on a fan side of things, I look at it and I go, this is like you know, dubious marketing. This is, this is, we're going to announce it this way specifically. So people are like, yeah, Spider-Man two with Miles Morales is a launch game for PlayStation five. And there's a fucking asterisk there, but there's only an asterisk there. If you go and look for it, you know what I mean? Like, like a casual gamer is not going to look further than seeing that trailer. They're going to see that trailer and go, Oh, I loved Spider-Man. Here's a sequel. I'm in day one. It's a it's a it's a launch title for PlayStation Five too. Amazing, and it's that's really not the case. Which is again like it's kind of it's kind of shady, and it's I mean again th that's why PlayStation presented it in that way because if they presented it and said it's an enhanced standalone you know vignette, not a not a forty hour game. It's a it's probably going to be a ten hour game or or something. Yeah, I don't think. PlayStation also fucking made it seem like every game that was shown was part of like exclusivity to PlayStation. And I looked it up, and there's like I want to say out of maybe eight or nine games, they're um, temporarily I forget what it's called, but they're going to be exclusive to PlayStation for like a certain period of time, and then they're going out to everywhere. What like what, what games? Because I, I don't. Let me see if I can I, find it. That didn't really stick in my brain as a thing. I, I if for me, when I'm watching the presentation, what what was one of the glaring things was a lot of these games don't have dates, or a lot of these games are not coming out at launch. Which for me, like my whole takeaway from the presentation was, I going into it, I'm I'm gonna buy an Xbox Series X day one because I'm gonna buy one of these things day one, and I'm gonna buy the Xbox because I'm just more in the xbox ecosystem for that um so the playstation one needs to tell me it needs to give me a reason to buy a playstation on day one instead of i'll wait until a game comes out that i care about and buy it then um oh so i got i got the list right here i think uh bug snacks is a timed exclusive death loop time exclusive ghostwire time exclusive godfall is a timed exclusive uh gta Online, the timed exclusive. I don't know about Hitman. I think Hitman's launching on both. Um, and then Little Devil's a timed exclusive. And I think Oddworld Soulstorm is a timed exclusive. And maybe even others. Yeah, I mean, but I don't think that like, the presentation didn't like flaunt that in a lot of ways. I mean, they're obviously not going to, in a PlayStation mm -hmm. thing, like like Resident Evil is coming to both Xbox. Yeah. and like, But they're just not going to say Xbox in the PlayStation thing. Um, just like I'm sure there'll be plenty of games on the Microsoft thing that will also be coming to, to PlayStation or whatnot. But for me, what I needed from the Sony presentation, which there was a lot, again, there's a lot there, a lot to like, a lot that I did like, a lot that I'm sure most people liked. But for me, there wasn't anything that made me go, here's a reason to buy this in addition to an Xbox Series X on day one. Um, Miles, Miles Morales standalone game, that is not a full game, that it's just a, a shorter experience, not enough to, to move the needle for me. 
Um, I think only like two or three other things were announced for launch and none of them were something that I, you know, I'm going to ultimately, you know, look to shell out potentially six to $700 to, to play that day one. Which is, I, I'm, I'm like so confused as to why you're so willing to do that, Todd. Just because I always do it. I'm like, yeah, I, just I know, but what's the, but I guess, what's the point? Like, there's just nothing there. Like, I'm, why not, why not into, wait like, until the there's whole... a game? Why not wait until there's a game that's actually worth you buying it for? Because I like being all set up and ready to go when that game comes, even when if it's not like in the foreseeable future. Like, everyone's yeah, freaking but okay, out so, about. Okay, so let's say, say, let's say the game that Todd's going to get super excited about comes out next christmas time so you buy a playstation 5 in november and or whatever in october and set it up and you're good to go yeah but i'm still gonna play mile the miles morales game like even like even though i wasn't a diehard fan of the original uh i'm still definitely gonna play that game it's probably something i'd probably play right out the gate too hoping that it would like you know change my mind but um i don't know i just like having them right away that's it i mean i don't know how else to explain it what about you mike do you have a stance on the next two consoles and are you buying either or both day one or um i doubt i'll buy either day one i think i'm trying to think back the last few consoles i bought on day one were nintendo actually well the switch is the only console i can remember in in recent memory that I bought day one. And that was just because I was tagging along with you. I had no intention of buying it. I was just there and I figured I'd pick it up while I was there. Um, I do, I do remember. These, I do remember that. Yes. Most consoles, they don't have anything I want. I need it for day one. I got the Switch because I knew Smash. Did we know Smash was coming out at that point? Uh, No. Okay. I don't think well, so. I, I really can't explain why I got it. <laughs> when i got it, other than it was just opportunity yeah i mean um, i i think it's as safe to assume that smash would be coming to the, to the platform anyway at that point it would have been conjecture because the only thing that we knew for certain was like maybe that mario kart 8 port maybe and i did like mario kart yeah mm-hmm. no we knew we knew about mario kart 8 at that point yeah so um as far as i can tell there's nothing coming to either console ps5 or series x that makes me say oh i need to stay one there might be something that i'd i'd want to play eventually and when that you know when that time comes then i'd consider getting it but nothing i need yeah i there's still there's still the opportunity for me like i i may get weak around that time and just say fuck it i'll buy it because i'm a moron but that's what happens to me like i don't i'll tell myself i don't need it and then all of a sudden, I see everyone start posting shit about how they. Have yeah, but see, you're you're not you're not telling yourself you don't need it. You're already saying you're you're getting it. Yeah, well, I'm that's like, well, that's why I know I know though because I'm gonna watch everyone around me be like, "Yo, it's here, it's here," and I'm like, "Fuck!" God damn it. Yeah, I don't know. There there wasn't. I'm sure they're gonna announce, and there'll be other things that get announced getting closer. But as far as things that were shown off in this for launch, that was like the thing for me that felt the weakest about the entire presentation. Uh, there was a lot of cool stuff shown, but a lot of lacking in the whole what is going to be launching when this console comes out. Um, which, I, you know, going into this next generation, you know, PlayStation and Microsoft have an interesting, uh, you know, dance they're going to do come holiday time because 
PlayStation clearly, you know, the victor in regards to play, you know, PlayStation Four and, and Xbox One in units sold this generation. And Microsoft has a lot of ground gain, ground to gain, uh, to make up any any sort of lead that PlayStation might have on them. And you know, I I think that Microsoft has spent a lot of time over the last few years really trying to hone in what their messaging is, what they're trying to do with the next gen and the future of their gaming platforms. And I think they have been doing for a long time a lot of like consumer pro consumer decision making in business models which like game pass i think you know i don't think anyone else does anything remotely you know as successful or not successful i'll say remotely you know as appealing and you know consumer friendly game pass gives you access to so many games for a very very low low uh barrier of of monetary entry and you know, aside from that, I feel like they're very, <clears throat> excuse me, very forward about um, crossplay and just, just. I feel like they're they make a lot of pro consumer decisions, uh, which whether that's because that's actually their mindset or because they know that will gain them some, you know, better will with with consumers. You know, it, it, that doesn't really that's relevant to the point where they're just doing those things because you know that that's part of why you would choose an xbox i guess but for me i think as it stands for what we know for the two consoles for launch we know halo infinite is a launch title we know there's not a lot of strong launch titles announced for playstation 5 i think in that conversation halo infinite to me is looking like a much bigger reason to buy a console day one than whatever PlayStation 5 has coming day one. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, uh, Halo Infinite's not, like, the game that's going to sell me on an Xbox. I'm going to give an Xbox regardless. But, like, I mean, what, I, when's the last Halo campaign we've played that we've actually enjoyed or, and or, like, finished? Like, it, for me, it was three. I haven't touched, like, any of the other ones. Yeah, I, listen, I'm not saying that, you know, Halo, cool, like, it, it has nothing to prove. Like, Halo, as a as a franchise... 343 Studios, Microsoft, they have a lot to they they have to they have to put out the best Halo game ever made. Pretty much. Like they have to make the best Halo game. Actually, I no, not only that, they probably need to make one of the best first person shooters ever made. Like that's that's what they have to do with this game. Um cuz it needs to it needs to transcend the Halo fandom. It needs to win back a lot of people who are out of the Halo fandom, and I think it needs to get people who like first-person shooters, but maybe don't like or haven't played or care about a Halo, to come and play that game. Uh, so they have a very monumental task in front of them. But I think on a on on a more sensory note, on a on a more pulled back, look, let's look at this from just you know uh, space right now and not ups ups up so close. You have one of, if not, I mean, you have Halo, you have Microsoft's flagship game launching you have you have their flagship franchise launching as their day one game playstation does not have that yeah but they have gta 5 fuck he's got a point <laughs> and and you know I, this is this is coming off of a spoiled spoiled launch for the switch where the switch launched with 
you know, not only did it launch with Zelda, but it launched with arguably one of the best games ever made, Breath of the Wild. Um, and, and, you know, the first six months, you have Breath of the Wild, you have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which, again, you can argue is a port, but the Wii U, very underplayed system. So a, for a lot of people that were buying a Switch, Mario Kart 8, Del- Mario Kart 8 was a brand new fucking game to them. Um, Splatoon 2, Mario Odyssey. I mean, that's just naming some of the big guys, and that's... that's it must not, have been Splatoon 2. Splatoon 2 I must have been the was. game I knew was coming out, and I said, since I'm here, I might as well grab the Switch, because I know I was going to get it for Splatoon 2. That makes the most sense. Okay. So, regardless, like, that's... I mean, I know that's not launch... That would be technically launch window, but, you know, we had Zelda at launch, and then within the first six months, you had all of these other, you know, flagship tentpole games on the Switch... We're not going to get that with PlayStation 5 or Xbox One, I don't think. But at least Microsoft is coming out of the gate with Halo. And, you know, on the PlayStation side, it's they're coming out of the gate with, you know, Spider-Man, which if it was a like, and here's the thing. If, if that Miles Morales game was a full game and a full sequel and this big thing, I think that would be a much different conversation. And I think, you know, maybe not moving the needle for me personally. But I think that being the game they're relying on at launch would have been a completely different conversation. And it, and it would have been Halo Infinite versus Spider-Man Miles Morales versus, you know, whatever Nintendo was putting out because we have no idea right now. Now they're uh, relying on a, like a 10-hour game that no one's ever going to fucking play again after they beat it. And, and, that's, and that's what, to me, like diminishes a lot of, of, of the launch for the PlayStation 5. Um, and I think but we go over it, this all the time. How like there's 120 million maybe at this point PlayStation users, something like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, the best ten percent maybe. Yeah, God of War. It's like it God of War sold I, like 10 I, or 12 million. I actually, I actually think the best selling one is Spider Man. Yeah, um, yeah, that would make sense. But but again, it's all it, it, it's like you know 10 15 percent of PlayStation owners. Yeah, people aren't buying them. People don't. I mean, and. Like, they don't have a multiplayer game that everyone's like, I need to get this. I need this. So like, where, like, people people like to play. I know Gears isn't as big as it was, but people still, there's a huge Gears fan base still. Yeah. Same, with like, same with when Halo comes out. There's going to be a huge Halo fan base that, like, is buying that game. I, uh, I think, I don't want to keep harping on Xbox, because so this is, you know, we're talking about PlayStation 5. But I, the other part of that, 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 you know, puzzle there is that Microsoft has been very transparent about smart delivery which is a feature that we're still not really fully sure if PlayStation is doing something similar. But smart delivery is basically, you know, if you buy Cyberpunk when that comes out this year on Xbox One, when when you get an Xbox Series X, you will get Cyberpunk automatically on your Series X, the updated version. So like any game that supports smart delivery, which is a lot of games, I don't think every single game, but definitely every Microsoft game, but then a bunch of other big, big titles um, supports that feature, which I mean, that that at least, you know, there there might be some people that that are like, oh, cool, I'll grab my Series X and I can get rid of my Xbox one because I don't need it now because, you know, all, a lot of those games or all the games I care about or all the more recent games just get automatically dumped onto my Series X. So I think that's an interesting launch conversation where it's like. If I'm buying these games and they just automatically get transferred over to my Series X with improvements, 
why like you know it's not they're not necessarily launch games but it's a feature that i think is very consumer forward and makes a lot of people transitioning to that platform um probably transitioning quicker if they were maybe hesitant or wanted to wait and it doesn't stunt sales of games like cyberpunk that people might be like oh i'll just wait to buy it on series x because they won't need to um but back to the PlayStation 5 reveal itself. So what 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 were the games for you guys that that were standouts? What were the games that that you cared about? Um let's see. What was it called? Ghostwire? It's Ghostwire. Ghost, Ghostwire Tokyo, I think. Yeah. That one looked cool. Uh, they're doing the same move over and over again though. It looked like a very like I don't know like how they're going to make this game more than him doing those same five finger thrusts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just assuming see. everything's a tech demo at this point, too. Well, yes, they all are. Like, I don't remember if any of them showed maybe Jack and wait, Ratchet and Clank. I don't. I know. I keep on wanting to say Jack and Dick. So, so I'm pretty sure at the beginning of the conference they said that everything in the in this showcase was captured on a PlayStation Five. So, like, it's all running from, like, in-game footage. All right. Um, so, let's see. Ghostwire game. There was some other game. It's the one where the lady crashes on a planet, I think. Uh, yeah, that one looked good. Was it, was it Returnal? Yeah. Yeah, that might be it. Returnal. See, I, don't know, I don't know how I felt about that one. That one was a little freaky. Um I don't know, but keep going. What, what else? What else hit with you, Mike? Uh, I think Deathloop seemed interesting. De- Deathloop looks awesome, and like, I'm happy it was there. But that's a that's a specific game where like we we already knew about Deathloop, so it's cool Wait, that is we... Deathloop from the makers of um, Dishonored, Arcane, yes. Yeah, dude. Like, here's my problem. I will play the shit out of that game. I will love it. It literally looked like I was playing fucking dishonored in that like i because i played both dishonored like the first one was like one of my favorite games yeah but, but like, it's, it's literally a problem just, <laughs> no it's not a problem but i'm just like it looked like the graphics didn't look that good on it either i'm not saying yeah. like, i care about graphics but it looked like a, an, a, it looked like a dated game like i, mean, I feel I, like the re- most dishonored 2 looked better than it i i think that it i think the way that that game is being presented i like i like the concept of that game a lot yeah what else, Mike? Anything else like stand out for you? Um, I think that was it. Um, were there any stinkers for you, Mike? Anything that you were just like, this is fucking Garbo? I think everything else kind of fell to the wayside. Like, all right, that's a game, but whatever. Yeah. What about you, Todd? What were you, some of your standouts? I don't know. Nothing really stood out to me, to be honest with you. Really? Um, yeah. Not uh, even Resident Evil Village? Oh, yes, that. But I know that's coming to both. But, like, it's like, that, I'm pumped. That that game looks amazing. Yeah, but this I is the first the... time that, that that game's been shown, like, Yeah, no, that's revealed. fine. But, I mean, I, I, that, I watched, like, the longer trailer afterwards. Like, there's, like, one out now. And that game looks really good. Because I love Resident Evil 7. Um, that's that, that would probably be the one game that I was, like, pumped for the most. Everything else, I was just kind of like, whatever. Um, I don't know, like, I'll probably get, like, so much, people probably hate me for saying this, but, like, 
Demon Souls looks just like fucking Dark Souls, and like, hum, like they're all the fucking same. And I know I'm like, oh, I want another fucking Bloodborne and everything, but like, I watched like old gameplay of Demon Souls because I was like, I gotta see what this is, and it's literally just fucking Dark Souls and like a giant boss here, and then boom, and like it's, I, I, I don't know, it, I, I don't understand like the the huge like, yes, we got this game, it's coming. Was that the very was that what started Dark Souls, Demon Souls? Yes. Yeah, I mean it's like I don't know, whatever. I don't. At this point, give me fucking Max Payne 3 remake. No. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, I, I don't know. Nothing really stood out to me that crazy. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, I'm waiting to see some mysterious thing. And even like Horizon Zero Dawn, like I bought, I played like, because I've gone back to that this week and I played a good amount of it, which I was surprised. But I, I think that game is so unique. It's so like, it's like nothing I've ever played. It's really weird. But at the same time, a lot of that game doesn't make sense. It's very, it can be very slow at points. It's very, it can be a little tedious. Uh, but she, you're like, you're like, like you know, hiding from like these giant monsters and everything. And like, you can't even like jump on a rock sometimes. Like, you can't climb stuff in it. There's no climbing in that game unless you like, there's something that's lit up that you can climb. And it feels like that game needs to have that element in it. It needs to feel like, like Uncharted. Like you can jump on certain walk. Like so you need to get away sometimes. And there's a lot of that game I don't understand the huge, like, people freak out for that. I guess people don't necessarily freak out for it, but um, it's still fun. It's insanely unique, but um, I don't know. It's another open-world game that has, like, a ton of shitty filler in between, like, the main mission. You still talking about Horizon? Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of people love that game. I I mean, I've, I've never played it, so I'm not going to sit here and... You know, poo poo. I've also way. never played it, but it's on sale on Amazon for ten dollars, so I already ordered it. Oh, right, Mike's, Mike's next game is Horizon. Um, I don't know if Mike. I don't know if that's a game Mike will rip through though. Oh, I probably like, won't. But I it, probably will never touch it. But is that a so, game though? So is that that's another one that it didn't say like it wasn't called Horizon Zero Dawn too. It was called Horizon Forbidden West. So is this no? I think it's an a, expansion it's, pack or is it a sequel? No, I think it's a sequel because they already had an expansion pack for the um. The original For, one, again. Frozen Wilds. Yeah, or Frozen Tundras. Yeah, Frozen Wilds. Which Wild comes with like my ten dollar purchase. That's a fucking steal, Mike. Um, sure it's, it's, so then, like, this brings me back to I'm confused as to why. Like, I know why you want it day one, but I just, I like, you watch this presentation and nothing, nothing got you excited, and yet you're still gonna buy, buy it day one. I'm just that. That is what is confusing to me. All right. I, Are you I talking to me or Mike? You. I'm saying. I'm saying. Well, Mike named a bunch of games that he was that he that he enjoyed, and you like. There was nothing for you. I'm just confused well, as to I why. I honestly still. I was very confused by the presentation. I don't know what's exclusive to, to PlayStation minus the games that aren't coming out for another year and a half. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, my, and minus Miles. Like, I don't know what like is launching with that that system. Like they didn't make it very clear, and I, I hate that about PlayStation. Yeah, no. I, again, I think I think the clarity of the I, I think the presentation showed a lot of cool stuff, and it did did a lot of good things. But I think the the obvious you know clarity in regards to what's launching with the system. I don't even. I'm not even talking about exclusivity. I'm talking about just what's launching with the system. Yeah, I is, don't understand. Like, very... what is technically launching with it? Like, you know, GTA. <sighs> 
GTA. No, GTA. Miles. GTA is not even a launch game. It's 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 2021. It'll probably be early 2021, but it's 2021. So yeah. Miles got a holiday 2020. I, I wrote it down. I tweeted it at some point because I I was after the thing. I was like, oh, you know, here are my thoughts and why I'm probably still not moved to buy this at launch because it, it. I think they only sh- said three games that were coming out at launch. Um, and even that, they, they not necessarily at launch. They just said holiday 2020, which is the launch window, but it's not necessarily day one. Um, so I don't know. I I'm still again. I'm I'll not probably expecting much from Xbox either. To be honest with you, minus Halo. Like I, I don't. I think it's going to be the same exact thing. But it's gonna but, be like... but but that's the that's the difference though. I mean, console launches in general are not like you're buying the console at launch mostly because you know like you like to buy the new stuff. And I'm the, right there with you. I think we, we can all agree, and I think a lot of our listeners probably agree that like you you're you're buying the new thing at launch not necessarily because it has all this amazing stuff at the at day one but like because you like new stuff and because you like you know a certain ecosystem for my whole perspective it's just i will eventually have a ps5 i just i needed them to give me a reason to buy it day one and i don't think they did um but I think Halo is, if it's a good game, if it's like one, if it's the best Halo game, if it's an amazing first-person shooter, I think that is enough. Like that's a tentpole. You that's, see, for me, it's not. But I'm cool with like getting a good Halo game. But that's not a system yeah. seller for me. Just because it's Halo, or because it's a first-person shooter, or ah, uh, no, I mean, I just don't have that excitement for Halo. Like, don't get me wrong, I had fun when we played recently, and. Well, but that's, cool so that's but that's what I'm saying is like I, Microsoft has this yeah, immeasurable task that they need to like this next Halo game. It has to be bigger than Halo. It has to be it ha, it has to 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 get people excited because I am excited because it's a new Halo game and I have faith and hope that 343 is going to knock it out of the park. And I know what Microsoft the position they're in where they need to fucking come out of the gate swinging as fucking hard as they can. So I have high hopes for this game and I know that they know they need to make it an amazing game. Um, so I got, I'm good. No, I was gonna say this whole pandemic is like really now that I have so much free time to play games, I'm almost at a loss for what to do anymore. Um, maybe I'm just playing too much video games. I don't know. Um, but nothing is really grabbing me. Literally nothing. I mean, obviously last of us too. I'm super pumped for that. So I know that I'll play the shit out of that and finish that game. And I won't stop playing that game until I finish it. Cause I don't want to spoil anything. Um, you know, but like l- literally nothing is grabbing re- me right now. There's no multiplayer content, like animal crossing is like the only thing, like, but even that, yeah. like, you know, you can only do that so much in a day you get to the point where you're like, okay, what the fuck am I doing now? You know, I think. I think uh, PlayStation made a a grave error in releasing both uh, Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us. I agree, man. I think one of those should have been a launch title. They should have held it back. I don't know why they didn't. I've been saying like Last of Us should have been. That would have been the biggest system seller ever. That's what I'm. Well, no, I think that's also incorrect. I think that that's a, a game that's for a specific market, but. Again, like no way. That game, like, like people, like that's a game that everyone can play. It's not like a Dark Souls game where, like, if you're new to the series, you can't get into it. Like, people, like that. Like, I don't know Todd, what the it's sales. Todd, are. It's a much. It's a mature game. It's not a long game, and it's a game that, like, has 
has like some like very gruesome storytelling and like gruesome scenes. Yeah, that game why, is like, not a game for everyone. People love that shit. Not you're 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 in the minority, not liking like the gruesome and like the violence and the horror stuff. Todd, most people I'm, love that shit. Dude, most video game heads fucking that's like what they eat up is the violence and the fucking chaos and. Todd, the last the Last of Us, the first game, has sold 17 million across the PlayStation 4 and PS4. That is, I mean PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4. That is not good sales. Yeah, but it's probably like the one of the best selling games in the last couple of years. Seventeen million for a PS3 game and PS4 combined sales. That is yeah, not I, good sales. I guarantee like twelve of that was from the PS3. I that's don't think still, people that's I, but that's still not good sales. It's seventeen like what's like the best selling like what's I, I mean like I don't know what other games sell. I feel like what's like like PlayStation I mean uh, Xbox's best selling exclusive game. I don't. Before, you want me to Google before. a bunch of numbers right now? I, I'm, I'm just saying. No. I quickly, I quickly googled the Last of Us sales. Seventeen million is a lot. That's that's a successful game, absolutely. But it, like, for you to sit here and say the Last of Us is like, it, 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 I do think it would be a system seller. It would be a a tentpole, a high mark, an absolute fucking you know pin in your lapel for your launch, absolutely. But I don't think it's ever going to be and this. And if that launched with a console, more people would be more, even more inclined to buy the old one and then buy that new one. If that was like one of the few, if you have like a a, a game like because it's like what is that like ninety six percent out of a hundred right now. If you have a game like that that's launching with your console, even people who weren't playing it are going to probably be like, because that's the time to launch a fucking game. There's nothing good that ever launches with consoles. I think it would fucking catapult. I think it would become a huge game. And if only they had the multiplayer in it. I I mean again I. It's the console launch is, is very tricky because at the launch of a console, it's expensive. There's not a lot of games. Not everyone buys it at launch. And then if a game that launches with the console, if it doesn't carry the conversation, you know, a year or two down the line, there's big potential for that game to not have legs. And most games, especially non Nintendo games, don't. Um, you're, you're talking about, uh, taking a risk by putting it out at launch where you know if you put it out on the ps4 which is why i think if they were going to push one of these games which obviously they're not doing that but if they were going to push one i would say push last of us because it's a established somewhat franchise or two game series where ghostwire um sorry ghostwire uh, ghost of tsushima is not and it's a new ip and it's a game that will probably not sell amazing but it will sell better because it's on a console that has 120 million consoles sold. Whereas at launch, you know, there's going to be, I don't know, Sony's already projecting it to be lower than the PS3 because they can't make enough consoles. So your 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 install base of people that can buy the game is fucking exponentially smaller than what it would be launching on the PS4. So that's that's I mean that's one side of the coin. That's why they wouldn't push those two games because they they want them to have better success on a platform that has way more users. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like that's the, that's the probably the real reason why they didn't push it, but I do think that they should have unless I mean again, unless they are saving onto another big reveal for later in the year, which they could definitely be doing. I'm sure I'm sure Sony has other stuff to talk about leading up to to when the console comes out. Um, so we'll probably get some more concrete 
launch games and and hopefully some other bigger titles coming out. But I, I do agree. I think especially going up against Halo Infinite, regardless of your opinion on Halo or Halo Infinite or whatever, your 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 non excitement for it. It's a it's still a franchise. It's a big name that's launching day one. Whereas, you know, Sony sort of has that with, you know, and I say sort of because it's not a sequel. If it was a sequel, Spider-Man Miles Morales would have been a completely different story. Um, but now that there's that 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 fog around it where it's I think you're giving you know, Halo too much credit. Don't get me wrong, Halo was great, but Halo hasn't been Halo in like Yes, years. Todd. Again, you're missing what I'm saying. I'm simply no, I, saying. I know it has I'm to be simply like a saying. Monster game. What if this Halo is another show? No, like, no. All but of a sudden, but like... all I'm saying, I'm simply saying this. I'm simply saying, Xbox is launching with Halo, which means they're launching with Mario, which means they're launching with Zelda. It can be yeah, a bad yeah, game. No, uh, I'm not saying. It's, I'm. I'm not I saying. You can't even put it up to that that level though, because Halo hasn't been like that special in a long time like Todd, mario and zelda are always missing special. what i'm saying no I, I, not, like you, but mario no. and zelda have never like put out duds like they've never ever put out duds in a I mario mean, or zelda game. i mean they definitely have put out weaker games weaker games but not like straight up duds you are again missing the point of what i'm saying is that it's it's not about if the game is good or not they're launching with their franchise their number one game that's bad though that that's their number one game. I think personally, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't think that should be their number one game at this point. What should be their number one game? I don't know. I don't. I think they've lost themselves over the last couple of years. To be honest yes, with you, yes, they think... have definitely put the Halo franchise in a bad position. One hundred percent. I don't think Gears has been put in the best light either. I think they've mishandled like their two lead horses that they've always like depended on for like the last like while. Even though I think the last Gears game single player was some of the best single player game I played, but. And I would I would argue that I would argue that Microsoft's one two punch is not Halo and Gears. I would I would argue that it's probably Halo and Forza. Yeah, I mean I, I don't yeah I mean I like Forza. Don't get me wrong, with Forza Horizon, but I don't like the other. Yeah, but one. I I think the Forza franchise probably sells m- much better than Gears does. It probably yeah, I mean, brings in more players. Well, it it's probably, funny because we're like thinking back to like i think this last console generation was probably one of the weakest ones minus take switch out of the loop but between like playstation and and xbox i don't it was a very weird cycle i think like the first four years of the xbox like i remember i like could i didn't get a decent headset until like year four or five because like there was nothing to choose from there was like like they it was very weird how they handled everything this generation for headsets yeah, like like I remember what are you like looking about dude like there was no option. You had like three choices for headsets for Xbox when it launched. There was like two choices when it launched. There was like and I like like really good like Turtle Beach headsets. And I remember they're like, they're coming, they're coming down the line. And I literally waited like two to three years. I didn't get that headset I have now till like year five. I don't know how long this what's the cycle of this console? Like how many years has it been around for? I think it came out in two thousand thirteen. So like seven years, yeah. So maybe like yeah, so like probably year four then. Seven. Yeah, year four, I probably got it. But right, I remember, I, like, I, I don't know why we're talking about headsets. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? I, I mean, I like like expensive, good headsets, and like, I remember not being able to get a decent headset for the first three years of this console. But that has nothing to do with neither Xbox or PlayStation. Why right, they they make their own headsets too for certain things? Yeah, sure, but I mean, that's not necessarily what what 
people who want expensive ones pay for. Like you're you're gonna buy an Astro, you're not gonna buy whatever Microsoft puts out. I don't know. And like thinking back to like Xbox, this whole last cycle, like there was not a single game like Xbox console exclusive that we were like crazy about that we like had to play. Was there even one you can think of? Um, I mean, there was things that I was excited for, but things that didn't live up to my hype, like Sea of Thieves or... See, like, I think Sea of Thieves is, like, the only closest thing for me, personally, that was different. I, I'm, I think I'm looking for this something different. I feel like every game I play is, like, just a retread of the last game I played. That's why I'm hoping Last of Us 2 is just, like, a different style of game or something. Not, like, different style, but just take some risks. You are playing... all you are all over the place right now. Well, I, I think I'm just saying that last generation across the board was a very weak generation. It had some great game, like a couple great games, but overall, I think it was it's, it's super. I felt like it was shorter than most generations too. I don't know how long the 360 lifespan was. Anyways, let's wrap up our thoughts on the PlayStation <laughs> Five reveal. I don't know what you're talking about headsets and and. Well, I'm and... just saying, like, there was nothing exciting about this last generation. We can't even name a fucking single player game from. We can't even name a game from Xbox. That, I can, that I, can like, I can name a bunch of Microsoft exclusives from from this generation. I that that we I mean, played, a, huh? That we played. I mean, I can name them all. I mean, there's not a no, lot I'm of. No, I'm not them. talking about name naming. Them I'm saying games that we actually played and enjoyed and had a good time. I feel like this this last cycle was like this last cycle of consoles was like the third parties. Ex- that was basically all I played this last generation. Minus yeah, PlayStation exclusive. What what does that have to do with? What does that have to do with going into next generation? I don't. I'm just saying I would hope it's a little better than this because I thought this last generation was extremely weak. I, w- I I wouldn't expect this to start off with such a weak start with what PlayStation showed, but it looks like we're already going down the same path again. I mean, again, console launches historically are not amazing. I mean, they they don't usually launch with with like banger lineups. Nintendo excluded yeah, because yeah, we, they came I know out... we always say this, but like why like why don't they think that's a smart move? I just don't get it. Because, again, you said just now that you were not excited about any of the games they showed, yet you're still buying a PlayStation 5 day one. So I don't know... Unless it's, they, if it's I, super but, expensive, I'm not going to But I don't that. know exactly what they need to change if they can show you nothing that you liked but still buy it. Dude, but how many people are out there like me that are going to just fucking buy everything? Like, not every, like, most people... If I told people what I bought on a regular day, like, most the average gamer, they'd be like, whoa i bought this game six months ago you know like we're, we have the luxury of having money to be able to fucking waste on this shit most yeah, people don't have that luxury but again I, I don't know what i don't know what point you're trying to make i don't know what i'm just saying last con I'm, my point is that last console cycle sucked and i'm assuming this one from the start of it seems like it's going to suck just as much you, did you, did you think last console generation was good like overall or are you talking about you're are you talking about playstation and xbox exclusives no just just the consoles in general i thought last last cycle of playstation 4 and xbox one was probably one of the weakest generations i've had of a console i mean it's some of my favorite games probably of all time were on these systems so like what though like multiple i mean overwatch multi- yeah, but I mean that's like that's just has the luxury of coming out. It's like a multi-platform game that, like, obviously that game's like you know 
so then I, what do you what, I, so then what are you so what are you trying to ask me like it can't be a multi-platform game it has to be an exclusive yeah i mean i, mean, I guess i guess it's an exclusive is like there's no, just there's only single player games for playstation and then there was nothing for xbox so like why i don't understand why we're so on board with going back to we have to buy xbox right away Because most of the games we enjoyed were multi-platform games. Rainbow Six, Overwatch, The Division. So wait, now Destiny I'm confused. Is, your point that try, is the point you're trying to make right now is trying to convince me to buy a PlayStation instead of an Xbox? I'm just saying, like, I don't know why we're even in... Because uh, you're saying, like, you know, I, I'm going to buy it no matter what, regardless. So, like, I think my, appointment, point, my opinion on this is stupid because I'm going to buy it no matter what. But I'm saying, like, for an Xbox, like, for people who aren't going to buy an Xbox and everything, or a PlayStation, like... I'm just saying going from last generation and they're starting to do the same exact thing over again with, you know, no games at launch. I mean, I, I, I think you, I think you have to also take into account here that we we still do not know everything that's going to be announced in the next few weeks between, you know, other people's whatever their E3 situation would have been between Ubisoft and EA and all these other all these other companies that haven't revealed what games they're putting out. Some of those will most likely be you know, launch window or launch games or coming to those platforms. And we also haven't even gotten Microsoft's thing. They're doing it in July. So I'm like, convinced that they're pushing back Halo. I'm, I'm not saying it's happening, but that, that, in my head, I'm convinced that that's happening. Okay. I, I think it's just weird that like we haven't seen a, a drop of gameplay. Nothing. Because they specifically said two months ago that they're going to do a Microsoft first party thing in july that is going to include halo yeah no i get that but no one's even talking about halo like you don't hear any buzz or chatter around it i feel like that's something that you want to. what are they going to talk about no one knows anything about halo no one knows anything about halo what what would they talk about i think it's weird because like we always know about games and development forever like you know we've We've known about halo being infinite being in development for a long time we just don't know anything about about it like usually you get like glimpses or hear about it through like you know gaming sites or whatever we have heard literally nothing about halo i mean that's there are other games that do that there are other studios that do that i just I'm, think it's, it's i'm a, so I think it's a game with it's, any it's a game of the points coming. you're trying to make i'm just Wait, so confused it, it, i'm just saying because halo's a game that has not been doing well for the last few years and here we are we're going into like a new console cycle so so and, yeah i think i think that they're they're gearing up to have a fucking hopefully banger showcase that is a deep dive on halo that gets people excited and it controls the conversation once july hits i think that's what they're gearing up for they are obviously trying to avoid anyone from leaking anything about the game why would they want a leak to get out well, i don't i don't think leaks i just think they should be like t- I, I i don't th- i think it's a little weird that they haven't like talked about the game at all like you don't have to show us okay and up in, up until this week micro uh sony has not really talked anything about playstation 5 other than that Mark Cerny thing where he talked about the power of the console. So up until this week, we've known nothing about PlayStation 5. It's the, same, it's the exact same thing. It's the same thing you're saying just with PlayStation and Xbox. It, it's, it's, it's a launch year. They're clearly playing their cards a certain way on purpose. It's also the week where it would have been E3. So this would be the week we'd be finding out, out about all the big stuff anyway. I mean, Nintendo's doing the exact same thing. Nintendo's not showing us anything. We have no idea what Nintendo's doing later in this year. Yeah, but Nintendo at- doesn't have to do anything at this point. They have so many fucking games that it's like, 
I mean, like yes and no. I mean, yes, they're not launching a new console, so their their approach to the year can be different. But also, they don't want to get lost in the holiday season. But they've had straight bangers right now. Like they they can't like they've been on fucking so much fire that. Yes, but if they don't put out if they don't put out fire in the holidays, they're gonna be lost in the conversation of here's two brand new consoles. So yeah, I feel like that's every year with Nintendo though. They never want to go against like the newer consoles. I what? What are you talking about? Nintendo like whenever like the new like the Xbox what what was out when Xbox One came out? What was the Nintendo console? Was the did the Wii U come out around the, the same Wii time? Wii launched, yes. See, and they rushed that shit out. The Wii U was rushed? Because well, the Wii U, we were talking about this. The Wii U, literally what the Switch is, is what the Wii U should have been. Okay. So, so, so I, I, Listen, I'm just gonna, every time you talk, I'm just going to sit in silence, too. So it seems I, even I, more confusing. I just... What do you mean confusing? Now you're talking about the Wii U launch. I, I don't know what you're talking... Yo, trying, you're the one... You, you brought up the Wii U. I'm just fucking going with you. What are you You just about? brought that up. You you asked me what Nintendo console was out when the Xbox One launched, and I said the Wii U. Yeah, but, but, but we were just talking. I was just saying how like the Wii, uh, Nintendo doesn't give a fuck about going into holidays. They have like the most look. Their consoles. They don't. They don't give a fuck about consoles, going into the holidays. I don't understand clearly, what you're saying. They, clearly, they want to sell games, but dude, they, you can't even find their console anywhere right now. You can't even get a fucking Switch, and it's supposed to be that way going through Christmas. Yeah, but that's that's because of other situations, not because Nintendo's not making them. That's because of the pandemic. Yeah, of course, but they're still selling shit tons of games and everything. I don't think they have to. They're not like they're in no reason to worry about going into this new console. Yes, Todd, I understand. It's very Nintendo's always very vocal about they don't they don't look at Microsoft and Sony as their competition because they don't try to occupy the same exact space that those two try to occupy. Microsoft and Sony try to make the same thing. They're both trying to make the same exact thing. It's an overpriced, very powerful machine that can play games like a high high end PC. That's what Microsoft and Sony are always trying to compete with. They're making the exact same box. That's that's what they're doing. Nintendo is never doing that. They're always doing their own thing. You're correct. But Nintendo is a business and yes, they are going to put games out in big games or hopefully to to compete with those sales numbers in the holidays. So yes, Nintendo also needs to reveal what games they're coming out with. They're not going to not put out a game or two or three or whatever in the holiday season. Do you think they're going to drop anything big? I think the only thing they're going to drop is like the Super Mario collection. All I'm saying is all, which would be big, but I also don't – again, what I'm, uh, the point I was trying to make was you're saying that Microsoft should be talking more about Halo. Okay, well, up until this week, Sony wasn't talking about PlayStation 5 or anything to do with that. And up until – I don't know, still not anything yet, we don't know what Nintendo's doing. So it's it's not Microsoft doing this specific thing. It's this is what everyone is doing, and it's also this is the week that everything would have been coming out anyway because it's E3 tomorrow. Yeah, no, we, I, to, if I, this was a regular year, tomorrow we would be getting a, a Microsoft press conference in a in a Nintendo Direct, but we're not getting that because it's not E3 and we're, we live in a pandemic. Yeah, I, I just think that, I, I, like I said, Microsoft has zero games that stood out to me in the last generation, and I think they should have been. Rather than waiting to the last minute, they should be getting. Cause dude, you know, there's people so loyal to PlayStation at this point that they don't fucking care what Xbox is going to show you. Like it's crazy the loyalty to, to PlayStation. 
So I, I feel like they should be working not till last minute, wait until like the last couple months leading into the thing. I think this is something that they should have been hyping up for a fucking while. They did They're a presentation already, last month that was, which was that terrible. was third that was third party games. Yeah. They're doing a a Microsoft first party game presentation next month. They own like fifteen studios. Yep. So there's plenty getting, of games. I know for them we're to getting the fucking what's it called a game like when you shrink, but I don't even know. I think that's coming out for Xbox One. I don't even know if that's an Xbox Series X. Mike, can you tap in here and say anything to to derail whatever the fuck is happening here? No, I just said what you, why. What are you talking about? You know, I I I briefly walked away because my cat was meowing for food. I was like, let me go take care of this. And I <laughs> thought there's a chance he might like try talking to me, but you know. I felt good about my chances. Uh, oh, I've got nothing to add to this. I mean, f- <laughs> feel free to continue doing whatever this is. I think this should be like a, a recurring thing where something, something, literally, uh, here's what ha- something here's irrelevant what comes up, time. and then we ask Todd's opinion, and then Todd goes off on this huge no, tangent. No, no, no. Here's the pro- here's the difference. The problem with this is that all of a sudden I'll say something, then all of a sudden Brendan will be like, "I don't know what you're talking about." Then I'll tell him what I'm talking about. Then he'll bring up something else, and then he'll be like, well, "Why are you talking about this?" And I'll be like, "You just brought this up." And then Todd, all, Todd, silence, all, all of this is recorded, so you can listen well to it, aware. and you you can listen to it and see that that is incorrect. I'm <laughs> saying we're, we're talking about the PlayStation Five reveal, and then you start yep. talking about Xbox One headsets. So I don't know no, what I was saying. No, 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 no. This whole thing started with I said the last generation sucked on both Yes, which consoles. then turned into a conversation about headsets. You said last generation I, I just said sucked they, they because the ready. headsets were wa- garbage. My whole point was that they didn't launch ready. Like nothing. There was no accessories for these fucking consoles when it started. There was a lot of shit that didn't start. Like it was a very slow start for these fucking consoles last time. And I said, here we go. We're going right down the same path again. We got no. We we can't even think of games that we're excited for. Or we don't even know what games are officially coming out for PlayStation Five. I'm saying it looks like we're going down the same path of another shitty gen of consoles. That they don't even start getting used properly till fucking like year like six, and then all of a sudden at year six they're like, Xbox 19's coming. Get ready. They're like you just tapped into this fucking generation. Silence. Yeah. All right. Because I, 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 I go ahead, Mike. No, that was my that was my contribution. I said good talk. <laughs> I mean, I you you want like the the flow of information that has been historically how video game uh, reveals kind of are to change, which it, I would agree. I, it would be amazing if there was more transparency throughout the industry on what's coming out and when things are being worked on and all this stuff. That's great, but that's not how it works. So I, I don't know why you're shocked. To know because, that, like, uh, they're I'm holding just, like, all these reveals to to a, to a press conference Xbox in July. Because Xbox had such a fucking horrible last fucking generation, like yes, sales Todd, wise. Todd, in, in, and I'll and I'll tell you this. So let's, Microsoft let's, go, let's, has, let's go the same way. I get that they're going to. They're not doing money the same thing. Games. Microsoft has been very vocal about they are doing a big presentation every month leading up to the console. They've been very open and vocal about that. They're trying to keep this this momentum and and media coverage and excitement for the Xbox brand from last month up until the end of the year. So they have a plan and it's to give you something every month to hopefully get you talking about it. Yeah. I don't know. And I, and I completely understand that, but they're the ones that need to play catch up. So I wish they were more transparent for like the last year rather than waiting for the, like the last five months of the year. 
They're the ones that need to come Todd, back against PlayStation. Nintendo, PlayStation doesn't have to do shit. Nintendo focuses on games that are coming out within the next six months most of the time. Their Nintendo Directs only ever cover stuff that's coming out within like six months. So why are you not so aggravated at Nintendo? Because Nintendo's having a fucking monster year. Like, that's my whole, like, I'm saying, like, like Xbox. But there are plenty of people that would argue that Nintendo's not having a good year because Nintendo's that's having a good year. Though. That's no, insane, though. No, it's not. Nintendo's having a good year for you and for me because we like Animal Crossing. If you don't like Animal Crossing, what has Nintendo done for you this year? I mean, I don't like this game, but Xenoblade, people fucking want to blow that game forever. Um, that's a that's a that's a real niche audience exactly that's what i said but like that's like okay so so if you don't if you don't like animal crossing and you don't like xenoblade what has nintendo done for you this year i don't even know i'm trying to think of what games have come out for i just i buy i've probably bought there hasn't been there hasn't been and i'm i I love nintendo but i'm gonna call it i'm gonna call everything the way i see it and if you don't like animal crossing and you don't like xenoblade and you don't care about paper mario next month yeah, but people who Nintendo buy Nintendo consoles, what, huh? like, like, what are they? Like, I don't know, but I, I feel like Nintendo. We know what to expect with Nintendo. Like, you yes, know I, what you're I, getting. I guess you and I know what to expect from Nintendo. Mike knows what to expect from Nintendo because we all follow this stuff closely. But I'm saying, from a regular consumer's perspective, if you don't like Animal Crossing and you don't like Xenoblade and you don't care about Paper Mario, Nintendo hasn't put out anything this year that you care about. But I feel like those are all big staple games. So if you don't like those games, you're probably I not going to like them. I mean, Xenoblade is not a big staple game. They're trying to no, make it a big staple game. They're, they're trying to make it a big staple game. Paper yeah. Mario also a very, very, I mean, it's a Mario spinoff. It's not a Mario game. It doesn't have, it, it, it only has some sort of cachet because it has Mario attached to it. If that was just another RPG that was the same thing, but not Mario, it would not do as well, most likely. And it would definitely not get as much mainstream or, you know, more casual players because it's an rpg i mean I, listen i'm excited for all these games i i like nintendo i like nintendo's games most of the time um i'm i'm not necessarily worried about nintendo's rest of 2020 but i think for the mainstream for the for the or not the mainstream but the the wider conversation nintendo absolutely needs to reveal at least one marquee title that they're going to put out at some point in the fall or winter and I know that you have all of these weird gripes for, with Microsoft. And yes, I agree with you that they need to do things a lot differently and they need to come out of the gate swinging. But I also know that they're going to reveal Halo Infinite and they're going to reveal other Microsoft first party studio games in July. So in July, I'll have a better gauge on what is Microsoft doing but for the next generation. But we know that like, Halo Infinite's a launch title. Like, like that's what they've like come out and said. Anything else that they're showing us, are they just going to pull the same thing that PlayStation did, and everything's going to be like coming in twenty? But you're judging it before you know anything, so that's why I'm saying we know it's coming in July. So when that happens in July, then we can judge Microsoft. Then we can figure out what the deal is. Then we can talk about that. We should be talking about PlayStation at this moment, and I think that the PlayStation, the PS5 thing was a great production. I think it does not give me a reason to buy both consoles at launch when I already plan and intend on buying a Series X. I think that Stray, Little Devil Inside, and uh, Bug Snacks were the, my favorite games that were showed, and they are all indie titles. I'm very happy that that PlayStation. And Bug Snacks is from the fucking makers of Octodad. I don't know if you ever played that, but I'm, I'm sure that game is not going to fucking be like <laughs> that great of a game. 
Did you ever play Octodad? Yes. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, but, it's, it's like a I, l- listen, silly I, game. I, you're 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 not listening to what I'm saying. I'm saying those were my favorite games from the presentation. I'm excited for those games. I didn't say these are system selling games that are going to make me buy a PlayStation Five day one. Because if I was saying that, then I would have already changed my mind about buying a PlayStation Five day one. I'm just saying those were my favorite games they showed. I'm happy that that PlayStation put a focus on a lot of indie titles in there because I feel like they've backed away from indie titles in the last few years. Um, so I'm happy to see them supporting that on a on a deeper scale and putting it in their PlayStation 5 review. But I mean the big stuff, the Miles Morales thing is really cool. I mean I liked that trailer. I like that I like that, you know, little opening, but you know, you, you know my thoughts on on that. And then I, I never played Horizon. It didn't really click with me. It came out the same fucking week as Breath of the Wild. So you, you know where my attention went. Um, and all, all the other big stuff that was shown off that other people are excited about, like Resident Evil 8 or whatever. You know, I'm, I'm not a horror guy, so I don't. it's cool that they're making a new Resident Evil game. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go out of my way to Resident Evil 8 because I don't want to play that type of game. Um. I think it's cool that they're remastering Demon Souls. I think there's a lot of people that would be excited for that, but I mean, not not something that's gonna again force me to buy a PlayStation Five Day One. You know, I don't you're think you're gonna see for a huge chunk, a huge chunk of that Xbox when it comes. Uh, when is it? Is it next week or the week after? When is it? Yeah, Xbox. Their their games that they're showing. July. That's like three week, three weeks or something away at least. And is it is it only only their games that they said? Is it just first party games? Yes. Because I, whatever they do down the road, it's just going to be like them showing fucking um, CD Projekt Red's game. You know that's going to be like obviously not during that thing, but like during like one of their next ones. Because they even have a, a an Xbox console for that. That's going to be like their big push. Yeah, I mean they're 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 gonna they're gonna highlight uh, between the two. They're gonna highlight whoever is paying the money. You know, Cyberpunk will be highlighted a lot more on Microsoft State stuff and. You know, if 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 PlayStation's paying money to Ubisoft for Assassin's Creed, you know, they'll be featuring that more heavily on the PlayStation side of things. All those games are going to get featured those types of ways. The, the the most important thing that Microsoft is going to do this year, besides launching that console, is whatever they do in July. If what they do in July isn't a fucking banger, if they don't make a case for Halo being the definitive Halo experience, if they don't, if 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 they don't make the breath of the wild of halo they're in trouble that's what that halo game needs to be it needs to be the breath of the wild of of halo because they don't have any other like first person exclusive that's like had weight over the time there's like no other person they can fall back on there's no other like i actually think they're going to do something big with sea of thieves to get more people into that yeah, I mean, I, get, I I think that's a that's a, a thing that they're not going to abandon anytime soon. They'll probably make a sequel, or maybe if not make a sequel, they'll just keep expanding on it and make some upgrades for the Series X. I mean, they have a lot of stuff that they can do things with. And they again, they own a lot of studios now that are definitely working on games that we don't know about. I mean, they can, they can make a new Banjo-Kazooie game, and if they made a really good Banjo-Kazooie platformer, that would be a big deal. And that would be, you know, something to draw a lot of people to that platform. If they brought back the fable series and make a made a really good rpg that would be a game that would draw a lot of people back to microsoft um they have they have stuff that they own and they have other studios that they've acquired that can make really good games i mean i never played the first hellblade but hellblade senua's sacrifice 
too. Uh, there's a lot of people that are excited about that. Um, obviously, we know we'll get a Forza game at some point. Um, you know, they have stuff. There'll they'll be Gears of War stuff down the line. I mean, they've they've done the RTS spinoffs. So there's Halo Wars and, and Gears of War Wars. I don't actually don't know what that's called. Is it called Gears of War Wars? No, I forget what it's called. Um, Gears Tactics, I think. Oh, Gears Tactics, yeah. So, I mean, they have plenty of stuff, and I'm sure that that there will be tons of new games that we've never heard of or seen or new IPs shown off in July. Um, I just, I mean, for Microsoft to make a case for itself for people who aren't already buying it, they need to show people a reason to buy it. Because I don't, like for me, that's what PlayStation needed to do for me this week, and they didn't make that case to me. So for anyone who is you know, not buying an Xbox Day One or on the fence of which console they want or not getting an Xbox altogether, Microsoft needs to make that point to those people in July. In July is the time to do it when there'll be distance from a lot of other events and, and reveals that are going to happen right now in June. So they'll have, you know, potentially kind of their own month to do what they want to do. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Like what? What does Microsoft need to show you, Mike, for you to be like, "I'll buy an Xbox Day One"? Um, I don't know. Banjo Kazooie. Sure, it's not like I played a Banjo Kazooie game before, but never mind. I don't uh, Conquer. Conquer. <clears throat> I I think I watched someone play Conquer's Bad for a day a little bit. Uh, Perfect Dark, another game that 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 Microsoft can resurrect and put in their cap you know what i mean they have they have stuff battletoads which again i want a new ip i don't want any of this old shit like redone i I mean you're you're definitely getting new ips i mean they own a shit ton of studios now and there's studios working on stuff that we don't know about and they're working on stuff that you know i'm sure they're working on some legacy titles and they're also also working on new things um you got a new IP like two months ago, Bleeding Edge, and you didn't play it, so. Oh, it's fucking trash, so it's not good. It's it's such a hollow game. I don't think anyone's playing that game, to be honest with you. And it's so funny because PlayStation put out like a game that like reminded me of Bleeding Edge in their, uh, it was like that car game where people are out running around and everything. Oh, that game looks like, terrible. The I was like, why does this remind me of Bleeding Edge? I don't know. It's not even like similar, but like in some way, it, like this reminded me of like the style and everything. It was like Destruction Derby All-Stars or something. Yeah, where you're running and not in your I don't car know. Half the time. I I don't know. I I will uh, go on the record yet again and say I'll probably end up changing my mind and just buying it anyway, just because I'll I'll probably just buy both consoles on day one. But PlayStation has not, in my mind, earned that money for me yet. I wish they would show me something to to justify me spending the money on it. I think I want new IPs from both of them. Uh, I think it's weird that they're going to dig back into the Ratchet and Clank. Like, like that's like the go-to that's been successful. It's the same thing with them. The one on PlayStation 3 did nothing. I mean, there's definitely there's definitely like people that that like those franchises. I mean, there's yeah, people no, that, I get it, but... that like Jack and Daxter, and they like Ratchet and Clank, and they like Sly Cooper. I think there would be plenty of people that would be excited if if PlayStation supported all of those games. I actually I will say without having played a Ratchet and Clank game, that game actually looked decent to me in that trailer. Like I liked the rift mechanics. I thought it looked really cool. Um, 
so I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe that's something I I'll uh, look into in down the line. But it it I don't believe it had a date, and it definitely wasn't a launch title. So I don't know. I think for for people who are PlayStation fans, I think there was definitely stuff there. Again, you got Spider Man, you got Horizon, you got Ratchet and Clank, and Gran Turismo. Actually, I used to play a lot of Gran Turismo back in the day. Um, so like, if you're a PlayStation fan. I think there's a lot of stuff there for PlayStation fans because of those those specific franchises. I'm curious to see how Gran Turismo ends up being because I think that Gran Turismo used to be the king of racing sims, and then I think Forza became that. Like I think Forza is is the benchmark for racing sims. Obviously, Horizon is a little bit more uh, loosened, but like, like the Forza. Uh, is it just called Forza Motorsport? Forza Motorsport series. Yeah, just Forza Motorsport. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I I don't think we know anything about a, a net, the next Forza game. If they launch the Series X with Halo Infinite and Forza Horizon or Forza Motorsport, that's a pretty solid first party launch. Yeah, uh, I, I I wouldn't care. If they, I don't care about the Motorsport one. Yeah, but I mean, there there are people that would care, and I think if you're gonna stack up the launch of these consoles, I think you know that's that's what you have to look at is is what what are these consoles launching with? I mean, the launch titles for Xbox One and, and launch titles for PS4 were fucking trash, and I was mad that I ended up buying an Xbox One day one. I didn't buy a PS4 until God of War came out, but I was I was like, cool. There's literally fucking nothing I care about. February it came out November. None of the launch games did anything for me. When February rolled around and Titanfall came out, I was like, this game's great, and then, like, no one played it, so. Yeah. So I, I feel like I all I played in my first, like, three years was probably Call of Duty or fucking Xbox. I don't know. Anyways, this episode went way too long, and we, like, I still I feel like we barely talked about PlayStation 5. I feel like we Because there wasn't much to talk about. I guess. I mean, we before we wrap things up. Actually, what does everyone think about the design of the console? Um, I never give a shit. It's trying super hard to look futuristic. Yes, I agree with that. I mean, I I I like that they have some sort of like theme. Like if you look, because they showed like the control. Obviously, they showed the controller, but they showed the controller and the headset and the camera. They they showed all these other things, and it clearly all looks like it's you know it 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 goes together. Um. Which makes me think, I wonder if they're going to, I know that they said that they're going to still support PSVR, and I know that they said that they don't plan on making a new headset, but, I mean, I could definitely see them making a new headset in regards to how it looks, and not necessarily like an upgraded machine, just because, I don't know, wouldn't you want it to match the rest of your your stuff? I feel like, at least in terms of like color scheme, the headset already matches. Yeah, I mean it's black and white. It's it's predominantly white with black accents. So in that in that uh, uh, regard, I guess it does match. Um, but I feel like they could definitely make some like just design tweaks to make it look a little bit more in unison well, with the rest. These consoles are like way more powerful, and I think it's weird that it's covered. Like I I think I made a comment to you that it looks like it's going to overheat. Whereas like the Xbox, like it might not be the most appealing looking thing. I like the way the Xbox One looks, but that looks like it's fully ventilated. Like you know what I'm saying? Like if you look at the top think, part of that, 
I it think looks like the they're re- not messing around. I think part of the reason why the PS5 looks the way it does with like the the you know you keep seeing people like make memes of like Seto Kaiba where it's like his collar. I think that part that's like popped open. I think that is a bunch of ventilation to make sure that the console is like well ventilated. Yeah, because I I mean I have the launch PlayStation, but I'm playing for 20 minutes and it sounds like a rocket's about to take off out of my TV. Yeah, I mean like. I'll 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 say this like it's cool to see uh, you know obviously Microsoft is going with a more simplistic you know uh, PC n- look n- not not minimalistic but it, they're definitely going for a much more reserved design whereas the PlayStation is definitely being a little more like boisterous with their design uh, so I'll give them credit for that for doing something a little wacky. I don't know. I, I still don't know if I like it. It's definitely grown on me a little bit. I like it a lot better when it's laying down. I I think it looks really weird standing up. Like I oh, like see, I, I think the disc one looked weird laying down. Oh, I don't know. I I like I wouldn't want that console to be st- standing up. I feel like it's way too tall and it would get knocked. Like Navi would jump up and knock it over, for sure. Um, I don't know. It, it's interesting. The 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 controller design is is cool to me. I just I wish that they went with offset sticks i hate the sticks the sticks are the main thing for me on the playstation controller it does look a little bulkier though i mean i'll give them that it, yeah it looks it looks like it would fit better in my hand um which is like i kind of like that and i kind of like some of the color choices on the controller too like the controller is is kind of appealing looking to me but again the sticks are what are like the the deal breaker for me as regards to like who i think has a better controller i actually think i might buy a xbox elite controller I would just waste that. I wouldn't even map any buttons. I feel like I'd get lost in my but older I, age. I've had I'm a assuming, hard time. I'm assuming me. that it must be a little bit more durable, though. And I'm wondering if I buy that and then I like don't have to buy a controller really ever again. Yeah, imagine if you bought it though, and then like a year and a half later, it's just done. I'm sure there's probably some warranty on it because that they don't need that thing to break. I mean, if you think about how much money I've spent on Xbox controllers, I could have probably bought at least two of those already. Yeah, absolutely. Same. I buy like three a year minimum. That's actually what I need to look at. I need to look into to see how durable that controller is for people that have one. Because uh, if it is, I might just scoop one. Um, anyways, this episode's going on forever. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 204 of the Past Controller Podcast. As always, you can find all of our content at pastcontroller.io, on Twitter and on Instagram at pastcontroller, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pastcontroller. If you're a friend of the show, fan of the show, want to help support the show, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash pastthecontroller, becoming a patron, or going to pastthecontroller.threadless.com and get yourself some sick, sick swag. Uh, obviously, leave a review. We need reviews. Leave reviews on iTunes. If you listen to us, even if you don't listen to us on Apple Podcasts, we definitely appreciate you if you took the time to leave a quick review. Uh, it's very beneficial to us. And uh, yeah, I don't know. You can find me at Big Room. And uh, you can yell at Todd about his shitty takes at uh, Toddy underscore by underscore nature. And uh, I don't know. Someone get Mike to speak up at underscore mycopath. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's all I got for episode 204 of the Pass Control Podcast. <laughs>